Welcome to the Bear With Me podcast, where we aim to integrate belief and practice in the Christian life. Knock, knock, Vanessa. Who's there? I don't know. That was, we were going to start with knocking. <laughs> oh, right. That's a great way to start. Just knock, knock. Knock, knock. Yeah, I don't know any good who's there or knock, knock jokes. Me neither. You know a single one. Oh, I'm sure I do. Interrupting cow. That one. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Kids love that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think all the all the ones I can think of are everyone's going to know those. So mm-hmm. let's not even go there. But why are we talking about uh, knocking? Oh, because last time we talked, we ended our episode wondering what does it look like to hear the knock. So the idea was that God is communicating all the time, and that is demonstrated by the parables, but specifically by the parable of the sower, where there's so many seeds being sown indiscriminately. So to mix metaphors, we were saying, you know, it, oh, it's there's it's easy. There's an opportunity every day to choose to be connected to Christ. But then we asked, well, how do you hear the knocking? Like if the knocking's happening every day, how how do you hear that? Yeah. It's this sort of strange, for me, it's just sort of strange play on on kind of the, I, like if you grew up in the church, you may have run into this this idea that, oh, you didn't have enough faith for this thing or mm-hmm. that thing. And that becomes a really, maybe unhel- a very unhelpful framework mm-hmm. to to evaluate our own, our own spiritual lives. But if you kind of turn it around, <clears throat> because I struggle, I struggle to talk about this kind of concept sometimes because I don't want to be the pastor saying, oh, you don't have enough faith. Oh, yeah. But if, if the idea isn't so much like, well, it's not about, I don't have enough faith for God to do something. What if it's the other way around? Like, no, God is doing something. Mm-hmm. You just need to trust that he's there. Mm-hmm. And if you trust that what Jesus is saying here in these parables, like, no, the kingdom is in your midst. It's just under your nose. You just have to, eyes, you just have to trust that it's there. Mm-hmm. So, what if we lived our lives acting as if, behaving as if God were present and speaking to us? Mm-hmm. For me, I would say, okay, well, then I would start paying attention to what's happening around me and not just thinking that it's all happenstance or coincidence or mm-hmm. doesn't have any sort of connection. Not that everything needs to say, oh, this is what God is, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, that can drive us nuts mm-hmm. and, and, and not be helpful, but to, to try it on to say, okay, what might God be speaking to me in this moment? So this is where, um, Gordon Smith goes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, the voice of Jesus. He's, he's talking about uh, Christian tradition, talking about Jonathan Edwards, Jonathan Wesley, and um, Jesuit um, examiner. Who's that guy? Ignatius. Ignatius, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of these, they're very, come from very different traditions always, but they all have these overlaps in terms of paying attention to the world around them. Kind of Bible and Word of God in one hand. What is what does the voice of Jesus sound like? I may be familiar with it, and let me try to listen for Him in the experiences, in the events, in the world around me, mm-hmm. and what and discern what is God speaking to me. That's really exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, so what are for us? Uh, what might be some of those those prompts or those knocks? 
of God speaking to us in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about this as I walked home last time we talked from here, from the studios. And I was thinking that knocking, using that metaphor, is either felt or heard. You know, like if you're near a door and there's a knock, there's like a bit of a vibration. Or if you're in another room and there's a knock, you hear something and you're like, was that a knock? So so thinking about that, I went to, okay, how do I hear or feel throughout the day? Like what makes me reachable? What makes me accessible? And it reminded me of the concept of the spiritual senses, which I've been learning about in the program I'm in. And those are things like taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, All these things in the Bible, like um, using our physical senses, but in a different way for God. Mm -hmm. So there's like this whole history around the spiritual senses. It's not like talked about a ton. But the idea is that we actually can grow our spiritual senses, our seeing, our hearing in spiritual ways, our tasting, our feeling. And the in my in the reading I've done about it for school, the the number one recommendation is to immerse ourselves in the gospels, like in for our imaginations to be formed by how Jesus lives and responds to things. And then mm-hmm. and then those faculties are heightened. The seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. I'm missing one. Smelling. <laughs> <laughs> so that came to mind, like, oh, this is a spiritual senses issue. And, you know, I, I, I trust people that say you develop your spiritual senses by being in the Gospels. It's a very sense. Sensual, mm-hmm. sensual mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. There's lots of eating and feeling and touching yeah. and hearing, you know, mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. So that's that has helped me over the last couple of weeks. Just remember, like what usually feels like not a very big deal to read the gospel lectionary passage for the day or to join yeah. morning prayer. So it's reminded me that that that's not in vain, you mm-hmm. know. The like five, 10, 15 minutes that it takes to read that gospel passage for the day with this openness, like, God, I give you access to me to yeah. heighten my senses or to speak to me through this story mm-hmm. about Jesus, whether I'm doing that with other people or by myself, that that came to mind as yeah. like a pretty great start to a day. Yeah. I like that. I like you mentioned early on. This is a a learning mm-hmm. thing, and we've talked about this a lot. This this perception that a lot of us have, whether we reflect on it or not, that anything spiritual should be easy and mm-hmm. just come to us. And I think it breeds a lot of discouragement among anybody who's spiritually seeking, but Christians in particular who feel like they don't have a lot of God experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not, and so it can get easily interpreted, I think, like, God is not broken into my life yeah. in these ways. And um, and I wonder if we flip it around and say, well, what if he is? And we're, it's just, it's a learning, it's a, it's a learning the alphabet of, mm, of, like um, 
of how to discern and and see when God is showing up that all of us have to kind of mm-hmm. figure out and just like babies and infants and toddlers growing up, we stumble through until we kind of learn our to get our footing and understand language and can start to to engage in that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's a turnoff for a lot of, for a cultural moment to think, yeah. to compare learning how to hear the voice of God or have to be in this relationship with like weight training or exercise mm-hmm. or things that actually take a lot of intentionality. Like, okay, I'm going to yeah. go three times a week for 20 to 30 minutes. I'm going to start slow and we're going to build up over time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a chunk of my life and actually reorient it around this. But when you read, I think you read a lot of the a lot of the Christian, um, you, those who've gone before and actually have engaged yeah. in this, like that's what they do is like, okay, we're going to experiment or I'm going to try to really make this this routine in my life because I, because I have this desire, which is exactly what we've been talking about in the parables. It's like, is there... Is where is the will at? Where is the desire for this? Yeah. And even if your prayer is, ooh, I want to want that, like that's mm-hmm. take it. Like it just takes a little mustard, it just takes a little seed, mm-hmm. right? So this is like really encouraging. So just take what you've got, the very teeny tiny bit that you've got, and then start investing that and say, okay, I'm gonna pray five seconds a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, would you make would you I want to want that. Would you make the desire grow in me? Mm-hmm. Like, let's at least start there. And if you got more than that, great. Then use that and and take five minutes a day or 15 minutes a week or whatever the thing is. So Vanessa's promising to write yes, a blog on our website entitled bear, bearwithmepodcast.com. That sounds right. Or is it CA? Mm. No, it's .com. Okay, great. Bear, bearwithmepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. I'll double check that. But... Um, <laughs> And so I think I asked her because I didn't want to write it um, to write something. If someone only had what was it like? If you only had fifteen minutes a week, yeah. Or if you only had twenty minutes, if you had, but if you had thirty minutes a week, what would you? How would you spend your time? Yeah. If you had an hour a week, how would you spend your time? Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just give some a menu of options for anyone who's just wanting to get into this from maybe a, a place of zero to yeah. a place of one. Like, yeah. Okay, I can. Here's here's a bit of reorienting my life and that God is so gracious and so good that he'll take this very tiny stuff that we have at the very beginning and and make something out of it. But I feel like I'm getting us off topic. That's all on topic. (laughs) (laughs) And the, uh, and then immersing yourself in the gospels, the other other thing of just, yeah, learning, like, I think that's part of the the intentional work of learning the language of mm-hmm. God. This is, um, if this really is God's words to us, then let's learn the language. Let's learn what he sounds like. Let's learn what the voice of Jesus sounds like. So when we do come up against it, in our when we hear the voices in our own heads, which are often our own voices or just our own thoughts, we're like, oh, that one sounds an awful lot like what I read in the Gospels. That sounds an awful lot like Jesus. Like, ding. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe I should pay more attention to that one. Yeah. Maybe that's God actually saying something in my life. That that those are, those are both what you said. Those are both the ways I would say. That's where I hear the knocking. It's like, does this sound like what I've what I've heard before in in this in this setting? Yes. And the other, the bookend to the day that came to mind that we've talked a lot about. So I won't 
talk about it too much is, is some kind of end of the day review, which I should write a blog post for this too, because I have a new way of doing an examine that's mm-hmm. just been really helpful for me. And so I go in, in seasons of doing that nightly and then seasons of not, and I've just been in a season of doing it nightly, but I'm a few weeks in and only in the last week have I felt like something opened in the section, like after, you know, pausing to ask God to help reflect on the day, which is like a three second prayer, like God, I don't want to just you know, remember my day like a movie. I actually want to see what's important from my day. And then noting the gifts from the day. It's kind of like a real simple gratitude list. And then looking for those moments in the day that brought me to God and away from God. After that, I put a little like frowny face Mm -hmm. just to symbolize, do I have anything that I want to apologize for Mm -hmm. or that I don't feel great about or that I need to like say something about, you know? like confess. And for several days, weeks, I didn't have anything for the frowny face. I was like, I just can't think of anything, which can't be true. Knowing me, Andy, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nothing Mm -hmm. for the frowny face. Mm -hmm. In the last week, I have something almost every day for the frowny face. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, is that? No, is that's it, good. Congratulations. <laughs> it is great because I think it's so it's so dim in there. Mm. And it takes it takes a lot of time and just like opening the door to that basement to say anything right. in here. And every, and most days it's like, nope, you're great. Mm-hmm. Nothing. There's mm-hmm. nothing to think about. <laughs> Don't worry about us down here. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. The and dark. then but just continuing to open that door and just ask. Mm. I'm. I started to notice things that I've that I do a lot, but it's just that I wasn't aware of them. Like little the one mm-hmm. recently was like a bit of a lie, a bit of a lie. So um, mm-hmm. you know, and then just like naming that and thinking, do I tell my friend that I said that? Do I just confess it to God right now? Yeah. Um, it's it's uncomfortable. So those are the knocks that I'm like. Well, that's a pretty big knock. You can't not respond when you when you become aware of something that you said or did mm-hmm. that was for your own ego or purposes or out of anxiety or fear or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's my other my bookend for the day would be for that's knocking. That's good. Yeah, good knocks. Yeah, great. Okay. Well, that was it. So. Um, right, thanks everybody.